Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about how to play past perfectionism. This is for my perfectionist guys. I myself am a recovering perfectionist. And I can tell you this, uh, there's not one thing that I do that I'm fully satisfied with. I just finished the Life Game course. There's typos in there. Um, there's times where I stumbled over my words. I don't like the lighting. I don't like the lighting in any of these videos. Um, so many things. Uh, take any part of any of my multiple businesses, there's things that I could or should be doing better. That being said, it is a night and day difference from, let's say, 15 years ago. And here's why. I learned to identify primarily as an entrepreneur. And, and by that, I mean, the, the purpose of, you know, my primary existence is to hit targets. And when it comes to net worth, and then it comes to income targets, I've got the yearly target, and then I've got the decade-long target, and I force myself to live on that and to take those very seriously. So there's all kinds of issues that come up, especially in this business. Um, this is the most difficult one of my, of my businesses because it is a creative business. It is a passion project. Um, and all these different types of things. And I do have an artistic streak, I do have a creative streak. And it's much easier in, let's say, an engineering business to um, take imperfect action, right? But, you know, you might have a brand as well, or you might have, you know, different businesses and you're, you're struggling uh, that your business system isn't perfect and your operational system isn't perfect. And you're uh, worried about hiring in the perfect person, or you're worried about putting out the perfect ad or making the perfect cold call sequence, you know, the perfect objection management sequence and all these things. And what happens is you've got a bunch of projects on deck and you either don't start them or you push them off and you procrastinate and they end up not getting done and it starts to become overwhelming and weighs on you. And, you know, you hear from these videos, you know, from self-improvement, taking perfect action, and you know it's the right thing to do, but it's just too difficult, especially if you're one of these guys where, you know, your reputation's important. Um, I remember working with a client. He was uh, basically an architect, and he was very worried about the LinkedIn messages and the email messages going out because his name was attached to it, even though these were two strangers to, who, you know, if they didn't want to do business, He'd never hear from them again. It wouldn't get back to his clients. It wouldn't get back to his friends. You know, it wouldn't get back to anything within his his reality, right? So it was no harm, no foul. And it's not like we were saying anything, um, you know, aggressive or or things of that nature. It was just a typical sales pitch. But it was it was so painful for him. He didn't end up uh, doing it. Um, and I can count a lot of examples of clients I've worked with where this was a a real problem especially ones with brands or in creative businesses, but a lot of people in, in basically any other business, especially if you're one of these guys that's hate, that hates being wrong, like you hate to do a project and, and to fail at it, and it feels really bad for you to be wrong, and you beat yourself up, and you know, I should have been perfect on this project, or I should have had the system perfectly set up, and all these different things. So here's the solution, and it's, it's what I personally use. And you can see how to do this in my life game course, how to set your yearly targets and your decade long targets. If you have the right targets that you think are attainable and they're at the high end of your range, right? Like let's say you're trying to go to 
you're 10K a month to 40K a month. And that's your primary target for the year. And then you've got your physique target, right? Let's say you're six feet tall, you wanna be 210, six pack, 50 pounds of muscle. Got a relationship target, you want a uh, high quality girlfriend, let's say eight out of 10, eight and a half out of 10, who's loyal. And then you might have you know, a couple other targets like getting a passport or whatever. But you know, the importance level is the income, then the net worth, then the physique and all these things. So let's say you're setting those targets and they're linked to your decade long targets, right? By the end of the decade, you want income of 400K a month profit, right? You know, to go from to hit 40K this year and then keep adding all the way up to 400K, right? And you're dead serious about this. Like it is your primary priority in life outside of, um, you know, your spiritual aspects and, and making sure your health is on point. You're living for that target, okay? So when you're waking up every day, you should be asking, how am I going to 40K a month? 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 And the only other questions you're asking are what else do I need to do to get to 210 pounds, okay? But most of those, most of those, right? Like, let's say you've got your physique goal, your girl goal, whatever. That should be handled by start of the year, you set your diet, you set your protein intake, and you're hitting the gym three times a week, um, pushing to fatigue, right? You've got your workout plan in place already. You're not gonna tinker and change it around. And you know that if you hit those metrics, you're going there. Maybe you get on TRT, maybe you wanna do a SARMS deal um, to make sure that you hit it. But that's something you come back to in let's say Q3. You know, if you started the plan at Q1, you're like, if Q3 I haven't made enough progress, I will consider the, the TRT and maybe do a SARMS deal, right? For the women thing, that would be like, you know, you've got a team on Instagram, dating apps or whatever, just pounding messages out, pounding messages out, scheduling you three dates a week. And, you know, you're doing everything in your, in your power in terms of that kind of output, imagining, you know, okay, if I go on, you know, 150 dates this year and these girls are being screened in advance for my type of girl, I'm gonna find the girlfriend, right? So those mostly should be systemized. The one that's gonna take the most amount of work is, is the income goal, right? So those ones would require less questions unless there's a problem, let's say, with your dating system. Then you think, okay, what, what do I need to do to hit that target, right? And you're putting away your perfectionist fears of, oh man, you know, are these girls gonna find out that I message everyone and I message one girl the same thing on her Instagram and her friends found out, you're like, nah, I don't care right? Target. You're not worried about reputation from certain girls you don't know when you're sending polite messages, right? Target. Okay. If the SARMS deal comes up, okay, there's the health aspect of that. But if you're not hitting it by Q3, Q4, target, right? You know, next year, or, or you could decide that the health risk isn't worth it. And you'll settle for, you know, you're not going to hit that goal. Um, and maybe you set a lighter one next year. But ideally, you shouldn't do that. Ideally, you should have a goal that you're setting to get no matter what, no matter what. So with the income one, right, this is how you get rid of all the perfection and perfectionism in, in, in business as well as in, in your net worth 
is you're just like, I need to get 40K no matter what. Is this going to get me to 40K? Right? And you're like, oh, yeah, but the sales system isn't perfect and the cold calling or, you know, I'm worried about this. Fucking do it. Like, this is, let me get this out there and then I'll worry about optimizing it and converting it later. And it might work just as it is. It might not need to be perfect to work. You don't need a perfect pipe drive system. You don't need a perfect CRM. You don't need any of that when you're dead set, dead set on 40K, 40K, 40K. And every day throughout the business day, you're thinking 40K. So a lot of perfectionism when it comes to any any of your income generating um, or sort of like your net worth hedge can be solved by your money target. I can tell you this with certainty. And the key, the key is setting these decade-long targets, right? And then setting the yearly ones to where they stack up to where you'd be like, oh, I'd be thrilled a decade from now if you know, I'm worth five, 10 million and I'm doing 400K a month. And I'd be thrilled this year if I go from 10K a month to 40K, right? Assuming it's profit. Um, and you're taking those things deadly serious. That's why you're not setting more than four, five, six goals a year or, you know, to, to make sure that you're, you've got the time and the energy investment to do them, right? Like you're not, if it's an aggressive business building year, you're not trying to learn Spanish that year. You're not trying to um, have a ton of social obligations. You're not trying to do all these different things where, where you start to have all these projects and time obligations and everything just starts to gather so much weight and then it makes your perfectionism worse because you're not able to aggressively take on these, these business projects because you're under stress. And whenever you're under stress, it's going to aggravate that perfectionism because the perfectionism is you being where you are now and then you have this standard and, and then the self-abuse and the shame starts to come in. Um, and I've seen this with a lot of top performers. Most top performers are coming from a place of self-hatred. They're coming from a high level of shame. They, they were raised by parents who usually had really high standards for them or they were somehow bullied or something of that nature in, in high school. And so then they created an ideal version of themselves that does everything perfectly. And that's a very tough standard to live up to. And I've got more information on how to handle that and remove that from your imaginary audience. But in this scenario, when we're talking about perfectionism, that's usually what it is. It's you having an ideal version of yourself who does everything perfectly. And when you feel like you can't hit that standard, you don't even want to do the thing. And you'll wrestle with it and struggle and look at all these projects and sit there for hours trying to find a way to do it perfectly. And then you look at the time investment, it's not possible. And you're just like, close the computer, can't do it. So the solution to that is to set these targets and take those targets dead seriously and be like, I'm going to be imperfect along the way, but if I hit these targets, I'm going to be thrilled by the end of the year. Okay, I can leave the Spanish perfection alone. I can leave trying to learn cooking or whatever dumb hobby you're trying to do that you're just going to quit anyways. And... I can launch all these projects. In fact, I can hire somebody to be a project manager on all these projects, knowing they're going to do it 70% as good as I will, and they're going to fuck a bunch of things up, but the projects are getting done, and I'm going towards the target, right? So 
in my opinion, if you're an entrepreneur, it's a very difficult situation a lot of times because now you don't have a boss telling you what to do. You don't have to go into work and just do your thing. And so you have an unlimited abundance of options of things you should be doing. So it's very easy to beat up on yourself in terms of, I should be doing this for marketing and this and this and this and this and this and all these different things. And you're listening to podcasts and you have these ideas and you're just thinking about all these things you quote unquote have to do and how you're not gonna do them at a perfect level and you end up not doing them as opposed to hiring someone and just firing it off and knowing that they're gonna fuck some of it up but at least the CRM's getting done. At least the, the email blast is getting done. At least the calls are going out. And then you can optimize there. But you're not living for a perfect standard anymore. You are living to hit targets, okay? And by your targets, you will get the, the result that you want. And then you'll look back two years from then and be like, man, why did I care so much about the decal on my website, right? I'm making 70K a month, you know? Um, so the joy that you get from hitting your targets should far outweigh the pain of not doing things perfectly. And eventually, okay, and this is the best part, when you nail those financial targets, you get to put people in place to do things for you. And now your perfectionism is even further removed because you're like not even hearing about it, right? It's just being done. And that is the key. So you need to, instead of identifying as or aiming to be the perfect man who does things perfectly across the board as your high standard, because it's going to be very hard for you to get rid of those high standards, and those high standards are going to be what leads to your success. Voids create value. So I'm not saying don't get rid of that void and lower your standards. I'm saying instead of the void being for perfectionism on all tasks and projects and things of that nature, no, the void becomes, I have this void, so I'm gonna set these great targets for myself in terms of achievement, and the target becomes your boss instead of the perfect initiatives and projects and all these things. No, those just become means to get to the target. And the benefits of, the, of hitting target, hitting your goals, will far outweigh the negatives of not doing these various projects well enough, right? Like you go from 10K a month take home to 40K a month take home. You're not gonna give a fuck at the end of the year that your email sequence wasn't perfect and you didn't do perfect follow-up and you know, your course had some typos, whatever. You're not going to give a fuck. You're going to be like, whatever. You know, at the end of the day, a year later, you don't really care about the stuff anyways, even if it was perfect. And even if it was perfectly done, chances are you're not going to like it in two years' time. You know, you'll have different ideas for how it could have been done, or let's say you're doing a video, the technology's changed, whatever. But you're going to be damn happy hitting that 40K. You know, you're going to be happy at six feet, 210. You're going to be happy with that solid girlfriend you got um, and, and that should be your boss as an entrepreneur the targets so I hope that rings true um, it's been a huge benefit for me to live and die for targets and it's helped me well beyond move beyond perfectionism as well as outsourcing the various aspects of my business so I'm not being triggered by um, it as much as I would be if, if I was doing it myself 
knowing that things aren't going to be done perhaps at the standard that I want, but even if I was doing them, I'm not doing them by my own standard anyways. But I'm, I'm getting much more benefit out of having the actual result. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, think about your targets for the boss, right? Everyone else, you're the boss, they're, they're executing your will, but you have a boss too, and it's your targets. And I see a lot of guys setting goals, but not taking them seriously and setting too many goals and not really waking up every day being like, what's going to get me to those goals and sacrificing everything else that's not. So if you want to see exactly how to do that, uh, pick up my life game course, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash courses. So it's got a list of maybe 75 decade long goals, your yearly goals, your projects, how to hit them across all the different, you know, uh, aspects of life. Uh, example goals as well as your example days that you're going to be able to live once you hit those targets which you need to keep you motivated right like so you go from 10 to 40k how's that going to change your life oh okay you're living in uh, Colombia in a 5k a month penthouse you know spending another let's say 10k a month to live a baller ass life saving 25k a month putting it into rental real estate etc picturing your life with your dating prospects and you know, the ATV rides you're going on in the mountains, etc. That's how you get really inspired for those targets is when you can see them over a decade and then you can start to picture your ideal day and sketch it out with all the images and um, videos needed about the condos you're going to live, who you're going to be dating, etc. So I'll show you how to do all that in the course as well as um, really give you the rundown on on the life game and you know, learning how to understand yourself and how the world works and all these other things, you know, to prepare you for setting those targets when you're convinced that consistent happiness is the best way to live and that those those targets, those goals are basically trophies from games that you're trying to play. And playing games within the game of life, and you learn how to see it as a game of life, is what you can do to make your adulthood like a second childhood and to make it the most enjoyable as possible and that living in that way is the most intelligent way to live. So if you haven't picked it up, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash courses. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do to have your decade and your year laid out because it is your life. And so being super strategic about building out your consistent happiness, in my opinion, is the most important thing you can do. So thank you so much for watching. Um, we'll catch up with you on the next one. God bless.